knowledge and wisdom without understanding is useless. This is definitely one of my favorite quotes. Uh, I'm sure I messed it up, but it's along those lines that knowledge without understanding serves no meaning. If you know something and you don't understand what it is, the underlying concepts, and maybe even that wisdom, then it's useless. What point does it have? You can know that there was a big bang and that everything came into being from that. But if you don't understand why, it doesn't really make it that believable. You know, uh, that's one problem with religion. That will be its own topic. I'm not trying to get on that today. But the Jehovah's Witnesses that I was a part of, they claim to have knowledge and understanding, but none of it amounted to anything. Their understanding was very surface, very restrictive, very controlling. There was no wisdom. There was no real knowledge gained. There was no real insight, no deeper meaning gained because it's all surface level bullshit from unhappy old men. One thing that I had to understand in life is people. My mother, and this is a story that's very near and dear to my heart, my mom left when I came to America. So I'm saying it like, you know, we got here and she just left. We came from Germany. We lived here for a couple years. And her and my father were having issues. And she left. She looked at me, threw up the, chucked up the deuces, and was gone. And I remember coming in to a lot of anger. I remember coming in to a lot of yelling. And I remember coming in to everything being destroyed. Broken frames, vases. And I remember we all sat on my on uh, my parents' bed, me and my two brothers and my dad, and we just cried. So I'm at that point, I realized that there's no point in crying. It doesn't get her to come back. It doesn't make her not angry. And it doesn't help anything. So we all dealt with this issue in a different way than the other. Me, I got angry. I got hateful. And I got ignorant. I didn't give a fuck about shit. I'm trying to get into any and everything. But eventually she came back. I think they tried to work it out. They were together for a few more years. But she left again. She left at, I think I was 16. And I remember this time again, me and my two brothers and my father sat there and cried. And I remember I walked out to... It was a pool that we never used because we lived in a house that we couldn't afford. That This is the house that was taken away, which provided me with my first time of being homeless. And uh, I remember just looking down at the pool deck and just kind of crying, watching the tears hit, the, hit the, the, the deck. And me and my two brothers stopped crying. And my dad said, I don't understand how you could do it because if my parents, if my mother left, I, I wouldn't know how to handle it. And not only did we handle it, but we stopped crying. Like we cried for a good minute. That was it. That's because I replaced that sadness with hatred. And I, any any chance I got, I would tear her down. Her, her new significant other, who's now her her uh, husband and my stepfather. You know, I, I would make fun of his weight. I would call her a bitch. I, I would just try to use anything I could to make her feel terrible. So that, so that she can kind of feel what I was going through. And this actually led to me having problems with women later. So I got that behind me now. And me and her have a good relationship. But one thing that I had to understand is 
that there's a reason why she's doing something. I, I didn't have any mentors. My dad didn't guide me. He started going back to the Keenum Hall because he couldn't cope. But I just knew that there was something about like I I I really wanted to understand what made her, what would make her leave. Like we all hurt so bad, she hurt so bad. Why why would you leave me? And I would just think about it, and I would think about this, the the interactions I had with other people. And one day I started to let go. You know, I started to let go of all this anger I had towards her because I understood what it was like to be in a relationship when you have children and you get you can't be with that person. And it's it's it, it made me empathetic towards my mom and it made me it made my heart like cry out for her because I mom, I understand, you know, I, I, I get it. And it's not easy for anybody, but it's really not easy when you two hate each other and have to teach somebody else how to love. If I didn't understand that, that anger would have destroyed me. That negative energy, people don't realize it weakens your immune system. It destroys you. It, re- it really takes a toll on your body, on your health, on your spirituality, on your well-being. It, you just don't feel good. And I got to a point in my life now, of course, is passion. My passion comes across as rage and anger, but I'm just so motivated that I'm fucking lit. I'm savage about shit because it's got to get done. But I'm letting go of rage because all I, all I do is hurt other people. That is me. You know, if we want to think about reality, one of the things that I enjoy is theoretical physics. I wanted to minor in that, but I had to change my major so I can graduate on time. So I changed everything. But if you think about it, tetrahedrons, which are the smallest thing that we can measure, change phases when we observe them. They have to, they create all the reality. But the thing is, we have to observe those tetrahedrons for those phases to change, for anything to exist. And on a subatomic level, nothing exists unless somebody's there to look at it. Therefore, without going into the math and everything else, I'm just really giving a really blanket statement without a lot of evidence. But go look at it. It's called the emergence theory. Go look at how consciousness affects physics, especially on the subatomic level. And you'll see that it may be consciousness that had to be first. And I'm not saying that's God, but I'm just saying awareness had to be. It maybe had been that constant that created everything. Maybe that's what your awareness is. Maybe that's everybody. And we're all a part of that. And maybe when we get out of our fleshly vehicle, maybe we go back to that. Maybe that's that deep peace, that connection that we seek with everybody, you know? And uh, me having that rage and hurting others, I'm hurting myself. Indirectly, indirectly. Because then you build negative karmic debt, which no matter what you do in life and get away with by law or get away with because people let it go or get away with because, you know, whatever you pay, you owe and we all got to pay and we all owe. So what is your understanding of the fundamental ways that life happens and, and why it happens that way with our interactions with each other, our energy, our frequency, our vibration? positive vibes vibe check keep that energy what does all that mean do you understand what impact we're having on each other our future and and it may be everything 
Another thing I have to understand is there's a patient that's been living <clears throat> in our facility for months now. He had an episode the other day. Throughout the whole episode, he's tearing apart the nurse's station, throwing shit, breaking phones, broke the blinds, kicking in the doors, hit, hit another patient, threatened to hit us. He put me in a headlock and me being trained for 13 years, my brain immediately went to, you know, he, he wasn't doing enough to like choke me or cut off my the blood flow because he didn't really know what he was doing. But really, he, ha- he was holding me in that so that somebody else could let him go. But he didn't know he was who he was holding on to because my body reacted and I was about to pick him up and he was going to die. It was that time. But I understood my, my, my logic kicked in. I came back and I understood that this that he needs help. He needs us. So what if I didn't have that understanding and my ego came in? Because who the fuck does this nigga think he talking to touching while and out with? Because the damn show ain't me. What if that would have came into play? It would have been bad all around. Because I would have lost my job and went to jail for murder. And nothing would have been justified. Nothing would have been justified is what I was trying to say. And then I'm sitting there behind bars again looking stupid as fuck. So what... what what is something deeper? That, that's a problem that I think that a lot of people have with me. Is you can't have no fucking surface level conversation with me. I could bullshit with the best of them. But you can't have a surface conversation with me. Because it always connects to something deeper. There's always deeper meaning. There's always something more that we could discover about ourselves and each other. So anytime I have any interaction with anybody, it means something. I'm trying to understand life on a fundamental level. I'm trying to understand myself because nobody ever taught me anything. I got grandparents that I haven't talked to in 15 years. I got people that won't call me and talk to me because I don't believe that there's a fucking weirdo in the sky that at one point in life killed everybody. But I understand that when I lost everything, I gained myself.